currently figuring out my way in life. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of doing what I need to do. Uh, for one, let me thanks for thanks for letting me come out here, bro. Not of course, bro. Introducing me to the crib is crazy. This is also like out of the ordinary. So I'm trying. I'm trying to lock in, but now I'm locked in. But yeah, no, <clears throat> it's really nothing much special about me, bro. I'm keeping it a buck. <laughs> I just be here, bro, chilling. So like, what made you like? What made you want to come on a podcast? I'm not gonna lie. The when you said you wanted to do a podcast, I was like, yo, let me lock in with him. I got content. I got funnies. I got I've got balloons. I've got the funnies. But most of it, like, especially when we talked when you were talking about uh when I FaceTimed you one day, like I've just every time I've talked to you and like spoken, especially like when it's randomly, even if it's about untitled or if it's about, you know, just in general, just hanging out, talking on Snap. I think it's always just been like super like a comfortable like a comfortability thing like it was just super easy i haven't talked to you since what before we started talking we used to, what? i haven't talked minute. to you since what like sophomore year of high school when mm-hmm. i when you were a sophomore i was a freshman and even then it wasn't even like a crazier dynamic so i just was like oh shoot man if, I, if he's gonna if he's inviting me out here to come and do the podcast down to bro it's love i feel you bro no, bro, deadass, I didn't know, like, who to invite. And the only reason why, like, I actually really thought of you is because of the conversation we had. So, like, I guess a question that I have is more so about, like, you know, what we're here for, right? Untitled, like, what it is, what it's about, you know what I'm saying, what it means to you. So, like, in terms of after the FaceTime call we had, you know what I'm saying, chopping it up about UK, like, was there anything that, like, sort of stood out to you just, like, about the word that meant something to you that we sort of changed that you had in the beginning? Like, you had a different meaning of what untitled meant or, like, how it was applied, things like that? I'm not gonna lie, like untitled to me. When when you first started this brand back in high school, I was like, oh yeah, like this is just some like civil regime, like keeping it a buck, like positive vibes type thing. But as like your brand grew and like I started to deal with things in my life, I was just like, uh, maybe it's a way of life. Maybe these guys are actually spitting some facts. And like as I changed my mentality and like growing up and like dealing with all the stuff in the past, you know, six seven months. I've just been like, oh, shoot, like, I really resonate with their message. And then after that FaceTime call, that was when I was like, yeah, nah, these guys, these guys are up to something. So I was like, let me, I, I would love to help out and, like, you know, promote and just be on here and be around as much as I can. Because, again, your, your brand is something that, like, all right, aside from, like, you know, this is here, <laughs> the brand is fire, like, no lie. Like, the brand, like, from, from me to you, the brand is fire. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you. <laughs> no. no, I'm just, like. The only reason why, like, for us, when we started this, it was to build a community, right? So, like, the reason why we started this podcast is to sort of build that, like, one-on-one interaction. And for me, it's, like, I just want to get an understanding of, like, does this, like, how does this world hold meaning in your life? Like, what sort of, like, I know you talked about, like, certain obstacles and things that you face. So, like, if you want to just dive into that, like, I'd love to hear about it. Bro, obstacles in my life? Yo, that's, like, I'm at a constant uphill, bro, no lie. (laughs) No, you you know it, bro. Back in high school, come on. Yeah. Getting in, getting it, bro. Back when I was on it, back in high school, I think literally Untitled would have been like the possible, like literally my lifestyle. Just like living like how I wanted to live because my parents were, you know, my parents like they wanted me to do certain things that I didn't want to do, you know, like living a certain lifestyle, b- believing in a religion, and like I look at Untitled back then, and I look at Untitled now, and I, I think it's still the same. Just living like. When I was younger, always having issues, not being able to, you know, be happy at these like that. But then now I'm an adult and I'm like, oh, I turned 18. I can, I don't live with my parents. I'm still not happy. I'm like, bro, come on. Like, 
something's got to be the issue. And it wasn't until like I started to realize like I have no reason to be like living for somebody else because you know like how my parents were and my biggest <clears throat> my biggest downfall was always just abiding by like my parents and things like that. Like I don't, I don't work, you know, or I'm not in school. I work all the time. I don't work the best job. But I can probably say that I've been like, even though I have struggles, I'm happier now. No lie. And I'm sure you're probably like the same thing, you know, even though it's not like work, but like going to school and like you're seeing your brand pop out. Like, I'm sure that's different. That's a different life. Coming from an immigrant background. Well, I guess immigrant parents, I should say. It's like, I didn't think they would like accept this sort of like, like, oh, he's starting a clothing brand. Like, what does that even mean? Like, is that just a side hustle? You know, things like that. But as it grew, I think my mom and like, both my dad both like really have faith in me in terms of like just being able to sort of start it and have the like capacity to spread it in different ways. That's like the biggest thing is like, you know, the reason why I bring or that I've like chosen, cho- chosen to start this podcast. Choosing, choosing is nah, crazy. Choosing is, choosing is crazy. And this, but, is, this is a college studio. <laughs> uh, but the reason I chose this was primarily because like these one-on-one interactions, not very many people get to see them. So like, when they're sh- like shown through these different things, like relatable podcasts, I feel like it's easier to understand the meaning of what I'm trying to promote and what I'm trying to get to. Bro, that I was just like low key have like a FaceTime call, just like straight up, just like FaceTime me, screen record it, and just throw it out on the, just throw it out there, yo. I'm sure that would be so. Yo, much- props me up real quick. <laughs> yo, no, nah, bro. So today, I literally just forget where we're screen recording. Type, just have a whole conversation. I feel you. So. The other thing I wanted to ask, and I think this is like a, a bit of a controversial topic, so that's why I wanted to ask about it, is like, do you think that motivation and discipline are two different things? And like, how has that, has have those sort of intermingled in your life or maybe like playing its, played its own role in your life in terms of like facing these adversities? Dang. Discipline and motivation is crazy. I think for me personally, motivation and discipline are two very different subjects. But I think for the majority of people, and, like, I know this because, like, of the people around me, like, my family, like, the people I live with now, um, my close friends and stuff like that. For me, motivation is a separate thing because no matter how much motivation I have or how much I don't have, that's where discipline comes in. Discipline is when you don't have that motivation, when you don't have that will, when you don't have that that mentality of, like, I wake up and I'm just like, oh, yo, I'm not trying to wake up. Like, like there are some days where you probably wake up and you're like man, I just dropped a collection and nothing's, nothing's selling, bro. Or, oh, yo, like I just you know got out of class and I'm tired, I gotta go to work. And I, those days where you're not locked in, that discipline comes in when you're locked in. And like for the general person, like for general audience, it's like motivation, discipline, and motivation kind of just live together. They're like, oh, well, when I have motivation, I, I have good discipline. Or when I have low motivation, my discipline lacks and I think I could never personally intertwine those two. I just don't. I'm sure you probably don't intertwine those two. So, like, in terms of how you lead your day to day life, you don't think they sort of like have like they could be put together. Like, you don't think you could have both motivation and discipline in terms of like when you sort of face things, or do you think it's always like one vehicle driving the like one vehicle being like, okay, I'm motivated today, or I'm disciplined today. Um, I actually that actually is valid as fuck. We're not gonna front because like. <laughs> Low-key, like, there are days where I'm like, yeah, I thrive off of motivation and discipline. But I think realistically, like, I look I look at it within my own life as one time, certain days, I'm purely thrived off motivation. Like, I'm locked in. I need today to, to get in. And then the days that I'm not locked in, I'm still going to go to work, which is why I think there's 
a separation in the two because the people will be like, oh, well, I'm not motivated today, so I'm not going to do it. That lacks discipline. You don't have discipline. If you're not motivated, you're going to want to do it. Like right now, if I was like, you know, if you were like, hey, can we do this podcast? And like I said, yeah, no, 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 I want to do it. And then I just didn't make effort to do it because I was lazy. You probably wouldn't want me to do it. That's the thing. It's like I lack no discipline. Therefore, I'm not going out and doing what I need to do. Same thing with like motivation. If like motivation, I wake up and I'm just like, yo, I'm not feeling today. That the what separates from discipline and motivation is the unmotivated, undisciplined person will be like, yo, I'm getting up. All right, I'm not getting up. I'm just gonna lay down, log, and hang out on my phone. Probably get up around you know one o'clock. Do what I need to do and keep the day pushing. But the disciplined person is just gonna be like, yo, I. I still got to go and do what I need to do at the end of the day. It's not going to mm-hmm. get done. It's just going to be pushed towards tomorrow. And, like, that's why, like, I think I separate the two because I definitely do have a lot of days where I'm just like, yo, not locked in. I need to lock in. And I still got to do what I need to do, especially the days that I go to work. I'm just like, bro, my head's going to – if I don't, you know, lock in. Do you think that, like, in some instances we look for, like, constant, like, this idea that, like, we're only motivated because of like external factors. Like, do you think that like a lot of people, like in my opinion, I feel like people sort of put off self-motivation and sort of use like this, like mask of like, Oh, I'm self-motivated. But in reality, when they get to the goal, they're like, Oh, well the reason why I wanted to get to this goal was because of all of you, like all of you like, like made me feel happy, made me feel accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think like, is there anything that you sort of have that's like relatable to that or anything that like, like kind of sparks your brain to be like, oh, like I've seen that happen before. You know what I mean? Um, man, it's about to just like wrap myself out. But like, I don't have a lot of self motivation. My motivation definitely, I can one hundred percent say, like falls from the others, like the people around me. And like, I'm not saying like you know that's like the best thing. Like, I obviously have my own self motivation, but me personally. Like, the people around me, if they're doing good, if I'm, like, you know, they're they're yeah. chilling and, you know, I'm making sure that they're good, I have no reason to be upset. Like, because at the end of the day, all my problems stray from things that are within myself. And, like, the people around me, like, hitting me up and being like, yo, you good, doing this. Or, like, you know, just a friend texting you, yo, yo, I'm try- I just finished, the, you know, class doing this. Like, I definitely find motivation from others, but I will not say that's 100% of my, like, like, you know, my reason. That's not the, that's not the 100%. But no, that motivation from external factors, I don't think is a negative thing, though. I think people have, like, a very bad, like, connotation. It's like, oh, yo, you find motivation and, like, happiness in other things. Nah, bro. It's like, it's the same thing as, like, finding motivation and happiness in the gym. It's like, when I see, like, you know, I'm getting that bulk or, like, I'm getting the cut, I'm getting those muscles, like, I'm going to be more motivated and more excited when I reach those benchmarks, when I reach those PRs and I reach that, you know, cut weight. But, like... The gym for me, like that is one of the biggest external factors. Like when I'm when I'm happy, is when I'm at the gym. But people always be like, "Oh well, you should be using the gym just for your own own happiness. You're destroying your body." No, you're no, I'm not, bro. I'm just having fun, doing what I need to do. I'm sure you can relate to that too. No lie, like I know I know for sure. Like that gym and like like you were telling me earlier, like even hooping back in the day, like that was like that that external factor, that passion, that pride type shit. Yeah, like in my like. In terms of, I guess, overall progression, like I feel like what happens when we look at those like goals, especially in the gym and bas- basketball for me, was like I tended to constantly be like, oh, like as you know, I mean, and as everyone knows, like I wasn't like 
we didn't like I wasn't too successful in basketball, right? Like I didn't have like a team or anything of that nature. I played like AAU one year, but like that was iffy too. So like for me, I was very like demotivated after because I was like, wait, like all of these, I didn't make all these teams. I didn't do all this. Like as a result, I'm like a failure. But like what I was like, what happened with me was I looked back and I was like this progression that happened when I like picked up the ball, went to the court and like really like let myself out. You know what I'm saying? Just like was in there for me and like nothing else and just solely in there because I was like, like you were saying, like how you're happy, like you go there and you're like, you know what? Like I'm in here for me. I'm in here to improve myself. I don't care about anything else. Like sure, if people recognize me, that's cool. But like I'm here to recognize myself and recognize like my progression. So like I kind of like, is there anything, this is like kind of going off topic, but this is more so diving into like your creative side. So like, is there anything that you would say you feel is like sort of out of the box that like people don't really like, I know that like you were talking about your, um journey in terms of like not actually being in school and that sort of being like looked down upon in certain areas but like is there anything external to that that you think is like quote-unquote out of the box like defined by some people that you may like sort of it's like your creative side like that creative thing you connect Mm -hmm. with um i actually be completely honest i don't really have a creative side (laughs) i think i think like i mean like my my videos and like my social media presence and like how how personable i am I think people can find that as like out of the ordinary, not normal. Cause like most people are like, oh, well, why do you talk so much? Why are you so personable? Why are you always like, you're always posting your story and like you post like so long. I'm not watching all that. Well, it's not for you. You feel me? Like I'm doing it because I want to do it. And like, <clears throat> I think you reach a point of like judgment from like other people that you're just like, oh, well, okay. Like whatever, whatever. Like if you're going to have that personal opinion on me, it's not something I haven't heard already. And I think I reached that point like earlier this year. Um, I want to say like February, like probably March. Like I was just like, yo, I could really care less about what anyone says, you know. At this point, it's like if everybody in the world were to disappear, if all my haters and if all your haters were to disappear, right? Like, and I answer this genuinely. If all my haters and all your haters were to disappear, like, what's the issue? Like, if you're gonna have no one hating on you, you're gonna have nothing else, nothing else in your way. If everybody in the world disappeared, you're still going to be doing you. And I'm still going to be doing me. And I think I reached that mentality at, like, March, and I've just been chilling since. Like, I really locked in, like, that mentality of, like, yeah, people are going to have their own opinion, and obviously I should listen to it. But I shouldn't let it eat at me away. I really don't have a creative side, though. I'm not going to front. Like, I think that was fairly creative enough. I don't think, like, I don't think there has to be, like, one specific thing. I just mean in the sense of, like, maybe something is not necessarily looked as normal, right? Like, some people would basically say that, like, they post on social media and, like, arguably some people make the argument towards you that be like, oh, well, why do you post on social media? Why don't you just make those videos for yourself? Why do you have to post it on your Snapchat? But, like, in reality, you know that purpose is for you, right? So, like, I guess those little things are sort of, like, tying back to what I really, like, what I was really talking about earlier, which is, like, the idea of, like, understanding that, look, like, society and, like, like you were saying, all your haters are going to still hate on you regardless of, like exactly. whatever you're doing, like no matter what, like even after this podcast, I guarantee you, it's probably gonna be someone talking, talking, someone smack, talking, shit. talking smack about what we said, like how we did it, what we talked about, who we are, like anything, anything of that nature that's gonna be talked about. You know, and what I'm saying? if you're if you're talking right now, you're not locked in. <laughs> you are not locked in. So like at the, like to me, this is sort of like this podcast is sort of serving as that like breaking that barrier of like mm-hmm. understanding that look. At the end of the day, people are going to talk. People are going to say what they say, but you have to continue to do what you do and strive for what you want to strive for. And ultimately, I think like 
the reason why I brought you on this is because like I think you're the best example of that. And like I think that a lot of the things that you do, shut up. A lot of the things that you do, like in terms of like working like for yourself and like doing things that like are catered to you is very important. And like people don't necessarily understand the importance of that. Like the importance of actually taking the time to be like, I am recognizing what like I do and how I'm going to like go into society and function as a person because that is valuable to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, perfect. We were just talking about that in the earlier in the house. Like you reach like at the end of the day, me, like I don't go to school, you know, I'm not in school. I was in school. I wanted to go to school. Like that was my thing. But now people know that me not going to school like is against my will. Like I like I know within my heart that my parents aren't there. They weren't helping me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, everyone's probably thinking, well, you're, you look old enough. Go get a job and go pay it off. But like, you know, I've lived with my parents since I was 18 or since I was a kid up till I was 18. I moved out of my parents. I was at 18 with nothing in my pockets. Like, yeah, they helped me. And, you know, I worked and I paid a little bit for school here and there. But as soon as I dropped out, it was like no one was like there was very few people. But the majority of the crowd was like, well, well, why don't you just pay for your loan? Why don't you just pay for a loan? Get a loan. Figure it out. It's like go to school, school, school. Realistically, I knew deep down inside that I wasn't going to go back to school. Like as soon as my parents told me that I wasn't, you know, they weren't helping me and I'm not there, I'm not living with them anymore and they don't want me around. I said, all right, I'm not going back to school for a, until, until time allows, you know? <clears throat> and I, I locked in and I was like trying to find, you know, good jobs and trying to, you know, make connect where, uh, connections and network out and, you know, things like that. Just so I can get to, you know, some starting point. But like, I wasn't getting to that, that point. So from zero, you know, to 80, to where I am now, people were just shitting on me. Oh, yo, like you need to go to school. You need to do this. You're not locked in. You're not going to get anything. My, my parents telling me on the regular, oh, you're just going to live a nine to five. You're going to dead end job, living paycheck to paycheck. And like, yeah, that's what I got to do now. But I hope that you do realize I don't care. Like you can sit here and talk about it. And like all these people, they can sit here and talk about it. Yo, I'm supposed to be going to school. Yeah, everyone, everyone's watching, probably in school. Everyone's probably watching, you know, going out and doing a job that's paying six figures. But realistically, that's not where I am. And that's not how I want to live my life right now. I can't. I physically can't. Like, I can't go out and go to school. You know, because if it came down to it, I'd be here. Or I'd be back at ODU. You know what I'm saying? But people don't understand that. It's like everybody's just got to lock in for themselves. There's no, yeah, I can live. There's no right lifestyle. There is no right lifestyle. Like. From what we're doing right now to what Elon Musk is doing, like theoretically speaking, you could say that Elon Musk could be in our shoes and we could be in Elon Musk's shoes. That's 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 the reality of it. And like think about it, if you if you go back, like I bet you I don't even know. You know y'all know Steve Job made his his brand in his garage? Bro, Apple was formed in a garage. No why? Like Okay, basically the the moral of that story was it was like you don't need to get that oh picture perfect lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, school is the what mo most people do. But if you're not trying to be in school, you know, if you're not trying to, if you're not trying to start a clothing brand anymore, or God, you know, God forbid, you don't want to go to school. Who who are we? Who are we as outsiders to tell you like, oh yeah, you can't? And like, that's my my big reason on being in this podcast was actually because the brand itself spit that, and I knew that was being presented from the brand before that when we were in high school because we I've been known you since high school. You know that. Just yeah. locked in, bro. We're, we're locked in like that. <laughs> <laughs>
No, but like that is definitely all of that. Like you just spit some like real shit. Like that all makes sense. I think like the one thing that I wanted to like wanted to sort of ask you and like feed off of that was like, do you think that clothing is sort of like the right vehicle for that message? Like in my opinion, like as we've grown this brand, you know, we're obviously trying different things, i.e. the podcast, you know, like trying to set up pop-up shops, things of that nature to sort of just talk about what we're sort of spreading. Because I think, especially in this industry, it's very saturated and it's very saturated with the same like for motivational sure. messagey shit. Like for that's sure. not what we are. We're not motivational messagey shit. Like I made this based on a personal connection, right? Like this is a like this is an intricate part of my life that I feel like everyone else could relate to, right? Like the idea of like constantly chasing after a goal and not understanding that like every single step getting there mattered, right? Whether it's grades, whether it's like even a nine to five job, right? Like paying your bills, like you have, like you know, like understanding the concept of saving. Like when you don't understand when you simply look at it like I have to pay these bills no matter what and then you functionally work that nine to five to pay that bill off right? It's like, now you're like, oh shit, I made that goal. Or like, I either made that girl, I didn't. And ultimately you're not thinking about the future. You're not thinking about the savings. You're not thinking about all the, all the steps you took, all that work you put in to actually pay for that and realize that like that is valuable in of itself because that teaches you skills. That's yeah. also why a lot of kids and nowadays, in my opinion, underestimate themselves when they have different nine to five jobs. And like they, like society puts this like, categorization of like oh you work at home depot you work at wegmans you work at all these grocery stores all of a sudden like you're now you don't have any skills like you don't have anything and like everyone sort of like looks over that and is like oh i'm not gonna put home depot on my resume oh i'm not gonna put wegmans on my resume but in reality they don't understand that like all of those different like bullet points that you're writing in each of those jobs yeah. you learned a skill you learned something new and all of those learning experiences no matter. Lie, bro. i'll be i'll be i'll be putting on my resume raising canes gave me a uh like assistant manager position i'll be lying that i mean like <laughs> because like low like like all right i ain't gonna front like i'll be putting it on there i'll be like yo i was like working with the assistant managers like low-key <laughs> and they'll be like Oh well, what, like my last interview, they were like, "Well, what does this mean? Like, you you worked with the assistant, like a manager?" And I was like, "No, I definitely was doing the manager position for most of it. I just didn't have it." But people don't understand that. Yo, lie in your resume. It's worth it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm joking. But yeah, no, dude, it's just like I, I think like nowadays it's just a constant like this is what we've like what you've been taught. Like, this is what you've been raised and born to know, like. For example, one of the, like, the best things, we're from Nova. It's like we were born and raised to think, like, George Mason's a bad school. Like, it's not because it's so close to home. We were raised that all, all our lives. And it wasn't until I got to ODU that I was like, yo, why is Mason kind of a fire school right now? Like, this is, like, it's, like, it's the same concept of, like, <clears throat> like, as a parent, you develop and you raise a child. There, like, there are a lot of learned behaviors in, in, from your child. Like, I'm sure you have a, definitely a lot of habits that your parents have, and I have a lot of habits that my parents have. Now, like, the issue that it is is they push off this, oh, well, you need to live like this, 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 this. When in reality, I think how I would be is just like, you know, hey, like, whatever makes you happy. Like, obviously in a very parental, like, respectful way. Don't take that out of context. But, like, it'd just be like, you know, you got to learn to make those mistakes. And that's one of those things that like my parents never let me do is like, they never let me go out and figure out who I was. I didn't actually figure out who I was until the summer before I went to college. That's the, that's the sad truth. Like in high school, I didn't really do too much. You know, went to, went to school, hung out, came home, dealt with my parents, 
went to school, hung out, came home, went to Delaware with my parents. Same thing. But when I got to like my senior year, it wasn't until like I moved the day I graduated. I don't even know if I ever told you, but like the day, it was the day like I graduated March 31st. I moved out that night. And it wasn't on some like, oh, I, I'm leaving. I hate you guys. It was like, hey, I'm doing this for me. I'll be back like in a little bit. I'll be back tomorrow to come get my stuff. And then I'll, I'll be back here next weekend to spend the night type thing. But like, as soon as I left, it wasn't until then that I started to look. And I guess that cloud away from my parents, that cloud disappeared. And I was actually able to just be like, yo, like, this is what I am. This is what I want to do. This is me. Like, I'm actually starting to put my first steps out into the real world and figure out, oh, yeah, well, I got to I got to pay this bill or, oh, yeah, I got to figure out how I'm going to get to get to work. or I got to figure out how I'm going to, you know, suffice for myself type thing. <clears throat> it wasn't until senior year. And I, the senior year summer that I learned that. And I think that was genuinely because just my parents, like my parents being the barrier stopping and telling me that, oh, well, I'm Muslim. So, you know, you understand how being in a Muslim culture, it's very on point, one, two, three, strict, this and that. And like, I understood and I respected the, re the religion, but I also wanted to live and be my own person. And I couldn't do that. And I think... Every person who's having, like, because I talk to so many people about it, like, like my friends and the people on Snap and things like that, like, you know, people I just, you know, help and kind of, I guess, what is it called? Like, ther like be a therapist for? So that's the word. The therapist friend. <laughs> um, they all, they all say around the same thing. It's like, yo, like, I, I tell them the reality is, like, you're not, you're not happy because you're living a certain way that, you're, that you don't want to live. I, and it always comes down to, like, well, what do you want? Well, what do you want? And I feel like if everybody asked that question before, like a big decision or before anything, well, what do I want? What does what does Nasser want? What's Tehran want? What does the viewer want? You know, like if you ask yourself that when you sit down and you wait like you know a couple hours before you actually make that valid decision, eighty nine percent, I'm sure like ninety percent of the time you're gonna be like, yo, like I've done it for me, because why people make those you know why i kept going to sunday school for nine years bro every day waking up at 8 a.m why i kept going to sunday school even when it was during quarantine uh and doing it online and waking up at sunday school was because i just, I just did it for my parents like i could have totally just been like Nasser, do you want to go to sunday school today no nah, not really and i could have totally turned off my computer and gone and done something else you know but i kept doing it because i was worried about their validation i was worried about what they were thinking i was worried about what would happen if i didn't and then that that mindset within the house transferred outside. Because you remember me back in back in freshman year, I was like, I used to be out and about, like talking all the time, being around, hanging out. But then like as soon as, soon as sophomore year, junior year came around, like when I was in quarantine, I came back, I don't really be talking to nobody. I don't be doing too much because I just don't, I, I hate having to constantly fight for that social validation. Like freshman year being like going and hanging out with like the sophomores and the seniors and just being like, Yo, let me hit that dab pen and then throwing up in the bathroom later. Or like, yo, lying to them and just being like, oh yeah, this and that. Da -da 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 -da. Living off of that social validation is crazy draining. It's crazy draining. No lie. I know, I know you know that. I feel you. I definitely feel you because we went to the same high school and they're with the same people. I feel you. Same group. Same group. I feel you. <laughs> um I think the like to 
I mean, the last couple questions, right, is like your sort of transition into life. And I know like it's an ongoing piece by piece process for you. So I know you started off at a very young age, like seeking social validation. And trust me, like that's relatable, right? But like the biggest thing that like I sort of think like the brand strives to do in terms of like trying connecting, like how we connected and like how I want others to connect via the brand is like through this idea of like looking through a lens of like a very simple lens, which is just that like this idea of social validation comes in multiple vehicles, whether that's how you explain it, right? Like going to the bathroom, like hitting that Nick or hitting that dad pen, you know, like I knew a lot of people like in high school did that, but like really taking those vehicles and understanding they come from the same source and like simplifying it insofar as like this validation, all of these different vehicles come down to this one idea. And that is a title that society likes to put on me. Right. And the way that I wanted that, that that's how simple I wanted to make it is like, I want you to live untitled because you're living out of that box of those multiple different vehicles like that we've talked about so far, like i.e. like going to school and like getting this sort of like consistent job and like that safety net mm-hmm. or like not working at nine to five because you'll be at the dead end or like, you know, the dab pen example I used or like all of the other examples that we've talked about within this podcast. It's like that is the goal of realistically connecting all these people. So I guess like the question out of that big ass statement is just like more so about what are you, what are some ways you think that like people would be outside of just this podcast people would sort of be connected to this message and like sort of understand it better i mean the only like i mean obviously the brand connects us you know but i think realistically it's just the other only other way people can be connected is just by talking you know and just uh, like hearing other people's stories, you know, because everybody comes from a different background. Like I, I came from a different background. You come from a different background. Cameraman comes from a different background and the viewer comes from a different background. But we all have one common thing and it's, or you know, multiple common things, but like we all live under one umbrella, which is, you know, obviously if you live in the U.S., you live in some type of, you know, there's obviously some type of society standard as well as you have the standards around the people around you because the people around me, you know, the society standards says, oh, yeah, I got to go out and go get a good job and do this and that. Da, da, da. And my parents are telling me, well, I got to go to school and get a good job and do this and that. And da, da, da. But <clears throat> living like out of society, like a prime example, bro, artist, like artist. Yo, they're the biggest like, yo, untitled people of the entire world. I'm telling you, bro, they, they are the untitled title, bro. Because if you think about like an artist, it takes like. Like we were talking about earlier, like any person who has to deal with like creativity as a profession is the definition of like living away from society because mm-hmm. that should, it's all up to like, you know, the people that you're person. selling it for, the people, the person who's making it. Um, not on top of that, it's, it's like, if you make one, if you take one picture, right? And I like, I'm just like, oh yeah, this picture is a million dollars. But that picture then will be copied. And then you make, you know, a bunch of them so you can make, you could sell, you could sell more. Like that, that comes with a lot of risk, high reward type thing. And I think living with that high risk and not knowing your reward type thing, because the rewards will come as it go. You know, that high risk is stepping out of this, out of that box because that artist, they come out of high school and they're like, yo, all I got is this camera. Just go take some pictures. That camera. It's like <laughs> this guy, literally the prime example, bro. Your cameraman's a prime example. Like. He like he picks up a camera and gets to work. Like he doesn't know if it's gonna end up, you know, blowing up or not, but he's still gonna do it. And like, just like your brand, it's like the same thing. It's like you didn't know if it was gonna blow up, but you did it because you wanted to do it. And 
if this were to go out and be a million dollar brand tomorrow, I'm sure you would do this over school, wouldn't you? You see? Because this is your passion. And like for me, like back in the day when I was streaming, right? Like if streaming were to come out and be like my thing, I would have ran with that. And I would have been like, yo, y'all can take, you know, I'll pay you guys back whatever money, yada, yada, yada. But this is my passion. I think everybody just needs to look back and just be like, yo, we're trying to sit here and tell you that the answer is within yourself. Like the answer is within you. The answer is within me. The answer to living in a, a, a happy life and giving past that society standard is just looking within yourself to find that answer. Like, yeah, you can find this answer in the podcast. It's probably hidden somewhere on the screen. Like, yeah, we'll put it in some black text. But like, realistically, the answer is not going to come out until, you know, until you were to sit down and just be like, yo, like, what do I want? What, what's going on with me? How am I feeling right now? And I do, uh, yo, I'm not going to lie. It's like talking to yourself low-key makes you seem crazy, but it helps you. Like, I'd be talking to myself, no lie. That's not really crazy. No, nah, bro. I'd be, I'd be having full-blown conversations, like A, B conversations. Like, yo, Nasser, what's up with you? I don't know, bro. No problem. <laughs> nah, I'm just tweaking. <laughs> yo, could you imagine just one day you call me? I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Just tweaking <laughs> in the corner, bro. Just geeked out. I guess, like, the last question I'll ask you, and, like, we'll sort of wrap this up, is, like, just talking about, like, so I highlighted earlier that, like, the vehicle that I used was clothing, right? But, um... For me, just like a little bit of backstory before I ask the question, like for me, what I wanted, and I, I know I've talked to you about this before, but um, I wanted to make this brand like something outside of clothing, something more meaningful, something to the point where people are literally like spray painting Untitled Kingdom on walls, talking about it on news channels, things like that. Like this is literally like this clothing and like the idea of clothing is seems so minuscule to me. And this is this seems like much more of a scalable idea and sort of like, as you said, way of life that I think all people and everyone should understand and sort of acknowledge and see if it resonates with them. Mm-hmm. Right. So my question to you, knowing that background is like, are there like, I know we're doing it on the pod- podcast right now, but I guess the biggest thing for me is like, what do you think would make you sort of get up and inspired to be like, this is something or what made you, I should say, because obviously you're here today. So like what made you get up to be like, okay, this is something that inspires me. So I'm going to come here and talk about it and talk about different instances where it applied to my life. I'm going to be completely honest. What inspired me was just because I've always had like a passion to like try and put out a message out there. Like I like talking to people, you know, that talk way too much type shit. (laughs) But what really got me out here and like, cause this is completely out of my comfort zone. Like this will, this, like I have, I've done like, you know, videos and I've streamed, but that's just been to my own audience. This will go out to your audience. So this is completely brand new. So this is for one, like, don't, don't think I'm just coming on here and I'm fully prepared. I'm stuttering like bitch. I'm sweating in my ass. You're not getting these shorts back, bro. There's a sweat stain somewhere out there, bro. I'm telling you. But, like, what really pushed me to come out here was just knowing, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like the message that's been portrayed by you guys is something that, again, I believe in personally. Like, damn, I'm not going to front. I'm blanking so much. What was the question again? It's okay. Back me up. So, like, actually, like, even, like. And the most, like. if If we just talk about, like, broad level, like. What made you feel like sort of this community? Like, I know you told me like on a FaceTime call, you're like, I feel like I'm a part of the community, but I may not have even bought anything. Oh, yeah. What made you feel that sort of feeling of like, this is a community. This is a group of people. You know what I mean? In the beginning, that community was, what really struck me as a community was when I saw, I don't know, I think it was like one of your earlier drops. It was a white t-shirt and it was like you... Rio, Ronnie, 
and a bunch of other people. And y'all were posted up in a parking lot. Y'all put like you were, you were posting a photo shoot. And it was a photo was shoot. And shoot. I was just like, this is such a random group of people. Like, I didn't even know, like, that's what they'd be doing. So then I started following a little bit more, paying attention, things like that. And from that point, which was in high school till now, like when you asked me, I, I went back and I was like, yo, his brand hasn't changed. Like, for example, one one thing being TNL, brand changed over time. Other clothing brands, you know, they get more, they change over time. But your message and your clothing, not not only from the actual physical clothing wise, but as far as for like a community wise, I've always felt like <clears throat> your message has always been the priority. It's never been like, yo, this is a cool design. It's It's always been like, oh, this is a simplistic design. Feel me? Simplistic design. <laughs> Uh, I told you I was going to do it at some point, <laughs> but no. So simplistic, like that simplistic design, I I took that and ran and I was like, yo, like he's not trying to get me to, to get, uh, he's not trying to get me to buy this. He's trying to get me to, to come out and listen. And uh, I think I had a conversation with Ronnie and I remembered that he was part of it. And I was like, yeah, no, he's definitely carrying this message into his own life. That's what really made me fully invest myself into Untitled. Like, that's what made me go in and be like, yo, repost, repost, like, you know, actively follow. Like, corny or not, yo, I'd be looking, I look up on on TikTok and Instagram, like, it will show up. Untitled Kingdom is searched. Like, you know how, like, if you search them, like, that joint's always up there just because I want to see what's going on. And, you know, like, what that was what really made me feel like a part of the community. What sent me over the top when I was a part of the community was when you hit me up. Like, when you hit me up out the blue, haven't talked in years and you're just yo i had some questions for you like i want to ask you some like i know you fuck with the brand and i'm like yo i'm gonna be completely honest haven't bought a single piece like i have no possible input and you were just like nah bro like i mean it's even better if you ask me because now you're just looking at it from like a viewer's point like you don't have it you don't know what it is it's just just answer these questions and i was like all right bro i'm locked in like that was that just that trust that that openness to being like, yo, like, I understand you're not buying it, but like you, you fit the quality. That's what really was like, yo, I feel like this is a community and like everything else that comes along with it. Just once you notice it, it starts to feel more and more like a community. And then it goes from a community to like a family low key. Cause when Ben, you know, when Menzel hit me up, he was like, Oh yo, I heard you're talking to Trong and going up there on Wednesday. I'm like, yo, like that's the thing. Like, you know, like it's just little things like that. Yeah. But you know, Community and entitled an untitled kingdom locked in faux L. Locked in faux L. Faux L. No lie. <laughs> well that's I mean I think that's a good way to end it all. Yeah, no, for real. Locked in faux L. You know Are y'all locked in? Thank you for coming, bro. <laughs> Yo. <laughs>